This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 303 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Equestrian Collections. Visit them at equestriancollections.com. Enjoy today's tip. Hi, everybody. Glenn the Geek here from Lexington, Kentucky, home of the World Equestrian Games. And it is the first day of the World Equestrian Games. I should be out there at the park right about now. Thought I'd have a special treat for you here. The last World Equestrian Games were held in Aachen, Germany. And every World Equestrian Games has their own theme music. And I thought I would, before we get to today's tip... I'd let you hear the theme for the Aachen World Equestrian Games. Get you a little bit in the mood. Here we go. There's a little bit of that theme to get you in the mood for the World Equestrian Games, and we'll be talking a little bit more tomorrow about our first day of coverage here on Sunday, the 26th of September for the World Equestrian Games. But today we have Carol Gordon back with us. She's a CPA and owner of Blue Ribbon Accounting. Her expertise is in equine accounting and tax issues, things like that for equestrian professionals. She has experience working with a variety of horse-related businesses nationwide, including trainers and camps and barn owners and equine transporters, things like that. And she comes back with us on occasion to give us tips. You know, we all have to run our business, all of us in the horse world. A lot of us actually are in the business. We either run a stables or a training business, things like that. So that's why we have Carol here with us on a regular basis. And speaking of great equestrian businesses, one of those is Equestrian Collections. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Chris from Equestrian Collections for doing all that she does for the for us over here at the Horse Radio Network. She's been a sponsor since probably day one, I think. And she's one of our most loyal sponsors, and we certainly appreciate that. Equestrian Collections is the place where you can find, uh, fill all of your equestrian needs, whether it's for you, your horse, your your husband, your dad, your mom, or your kids. They have it all at equestriancollections.com. And don't forget, fall is here. You can find all of your sheets and blankets and uh, coats and jackets, everything you're going to need to ride and boots, for that matter, all your winter boots, things like that, you'll find at equestriancollections.com at a price you can afford. So check them out. Please support our sponsors as they support us, and we can keep these shows on the air. And now, Carol Gordon. Well, hi, Carol. Welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Hi, Glenn. 
You know, I, I really appreciate you coming on. I think we've been learning a lot about the accounting side of running a business. Uh, Elizabeth helps us with equestrian professional on the business side, on the marketing and that kind of thing. And, and you've been helping us uh, not get into total hot water here <laughs> with our friends who are IRS agents who are also horse people who are also listening to this show going, that's what I can nail them on next time. <laughs> so I, I'm sort of reconsidering having you on anymore, to be honest with you. <laughs> All right, Carol is with Blue Ribbon Accounting in Massachusetts, but she can help people out all over the across the country and specializes in horse people and horse businesses. Well, what are we going to help them with today? Oh, first, help first, you. first, 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 first. <laughs> Top priority is is how how are the horses doing? Oh, they're doing great. They're out there enjoying. It's actually really nice weather today, so they're out there enjoying themselves. The bugs seem to be knock on wood staying away, so it's a great day for them out there. If you don't listen every day, Carol has a couple of lipizzaners, which I assume are they white? They are. Well, actually, lipizzan they're they're never white horses are never white. They're usually like manure colored with a little bit of white <laughs> showing through. Okay, let me rephrase my question. So, are they supposed to be white? They are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, how how big are they? Um, they're between fifteen and fifteen too. Yeah. And are they, uh, from what I always heard, they're a little bit spunky and uh, have a little bit of an attitude. They do. Yeah. yeah they, they pretty much, um, it's funny because they get along within themselves, which is kind of funny because you'd think with all these, these you know, horses with attitudes, but they seem to accept it within themselves. It's just when you throw humans into the equation that they <laughs> tend to think, well, think that there's a Well, on a, a future tip, I'm going to want to hear of how you came about owning some, some lipizons. So... <laughs> All right. Well, today we're going to talk about getting paid, which is something that I think every business really likes. Yes, we're going to try to get you some money. Um, And the the problems that I hear from my clients is I walk in and I say, you know, how are things? Oh, business is good. Business is great. My stalls are full. My lessons are going great. But I don't seem to have any money in the bank, and I don't understand why that is. And then when we look at their accounts receivable, we see that either they're not collecting the money from their clients at all, or it's taking them a long time to collect it. So they're not collecting the cash. And then the other side of that is that they're taking a lot of their time that they could be using on something better, spending it trying to collect the money from their clients. So we're going to try to help you speed up the collection and to make it a little bit easier so you're not spending so much time doing that. Okay. And my, my first tip is to try to build your clients on a timely basis. Okay. So you should be for board clients. You should be giving them an invoice so that it gets to them at least a week before the money is supposed to get back to you again. You should bill them every single month. You should create a paper invoice for them every single month, and you should do it on time because you should make the time for it because if you don't have the time for it because you're you know, cleaning the stalls, fixing the fences, and doing all these great things that make this barn such a, a pleasure for them to be at, you understand that's the reason. But as a client, they don't understand that. They think, oh, they, I guess the money isn't really that important to them. So if the money isn't really that important to you, why should it be that important for them to get it to you? So they don't bother writing the check. They think, oh, it's a week late. It's not that big a deal. He doesn't need the money. If he needed the money, he would have billed me on time. So you need to get the, the invoice to them, a paper invoice to them, a week before it's due. That's the first thing. Second thing, when you get a new boarder, you should have them sign a contract. 
and the contract should specify when the board is due. And then for, for current boarders, you should have them re-sign the contract or initial the contract every single year because it reminds clients that you are a business, that this is important to you and that it, you need it to be important to them. Third thing, you need to ask for security deposits from new boarders. When you move into apartments, what's the first thing they ask you for? Security deposits. Right, yep. So why should it be any different when you rent a stall? I mean, it gives, when you get a security deposit, it gives you a little cushion if someone gets behind. You should never, ever offer the client the option to use a security deposit against a balance that's late, unless it's their last month of boarding with you. But it's something that's there for you to use in case they do get behind. You know, I never, you thought, no I, other option. I never thought about that when we were running our stables. I mean, why not? It's, and like you know, a, it's, it's just like an apartment, but it's an apartment for a horse. You know, that would probably, too, that's, that's darn good advice because that would probably eliminate a lot of the deadbeats that you end up with, too. Uh, right. You know, they, who they come in there because. The first amount of money. Yeah, because, you know, they come in there because they've been kicked out of every other barn in the county, um, right. you know, and, and ha because they haven't paid their bill. And uh, that would eliminate that because they're not going to have they're not one they're not going to have the money and two they're they're not going to put up two months you know to start so that's that is good advice that eliminates a lot of problems later on. Yeah. Next thing is um, that's your clients... best tip yet right there and that comes from a guy that ran a you know twenty five stall boarding facility so <laughs> let's just stop the rest of the whole yeah let's just quit now stuff. let's go home. <laughs> okay. The next one is try to have clients prepay their boarding or their lesson fees. You offer them the option to buy in bulk. Now, in lessons, that's easy. You can say you can offer them um, a package of 10 lessons with a discount for prepayment. So if they buy 10 lessons, you can give them 5% off or whatever it works for you. But you can even do that with boarding. You can say if you pay on a quarterly basis, then you can take 5% off or whatever, and you're getting the use of their money instead of them paying in arrears and them getting the use of your money. Right. Another thing, offer the opportunity to pay by credit card. I mean, I have some clients that will only use, accept credit cards for payment now. And this PayPal and um, Intuit, they offer affordable credit card services that you can access. If you can access a computer or you can, your smartphone, you can access the credit card. You don't have to have the swipe. You don't have to have anything like that. You can just go right in and key in the information. There are fees involved, but the amount of time that you would save that you're chasing after these people, that you can be doing effective marketing or teaching lessons or whatever it is that you can do that's going to you know, make you happy or make you, make you money, it's going to be more than you're going to pay in credit card fees. So it's, it's going to be worth it. Um, the only caveat that I have to that is that I know in Massachusetts they've just imp implemented a security of information law that you really don't want to maintain the credit card information physically, right. like right. on hand. So you have to tell your clients that they have to provide the credit card every time that you're going. You, you, you need it every time, but you can't just keep it someplace. Um, and then, like I say, some barns even have just limited it to credit cards only, and that eliminates the need to make bank deposits and eliminates the problem of insufficient funds on checks. There so you go. Okay. You need to kind of balance on your how much that happens in your business as against how much you're going to be paying for credit card fees. Another thing, as I said, you know, you need to create this invoice a week beforehand for the board bills. Don't hand the client the invoice in the barn. What's going to happen to the invoice? 
Okay, it's it's going to go in the tack trunk. trunk or the trunk of the car. Or right. You, they'll never see it again. Under my seat in the car, which I'd never right. see. You don't even look under there. Right. What you want to do is you're sitting down at your computer creating these invoices. You can just email the invoices to the clients. It's going to go directly to their computer, which is at their desk, which is probably where they keep their checkbook. So the process is a lot easier for them. By giving them a paper invoice, you're making it way too tough for them. It's going to get lost, whatever. This way, it's so much easier. They can sit down, read the email, write the check. There you go. And for lessons, unless you're doing prepaid lessons, you should not be writing invoices. You should be getting paid right then. It's, it's way too much work. You shouldn't be chasing lesson money. It's, it's just it's a waste of your time. And then the last thing that you can do to, get, to speed up or improve your cash flow is that I know some barns will charge extra fees for you know, holding the horse for the farrier, administering meds or whatever. You get busy during the day. Your staff gets busy. Things happen. And you know sometimes those, those um, charges don't get written down. So those revenues don't get, don't, don't get charged. You get distracted. You don't write it down. So two suggestions. You can, depending on what your situation is and how you market your services, you can either just increase the board, $25 a month or whatever you think the cost would be, so that everybody's paying that fee. If you think that, that, that most people in your barn are taking advantage of those services. Or you could offer an annual charge. So at the beginning of the year, you can offer the option to clients to pay an additional X amount of dollars. Let's say $50, $100 for the whole year. They pay it up front, and it covers all of the services that they will take advantage of during the year. So if you hold the horse once, you hold the horse 100 times, it doesn't make any difference. And it's optional. So that if the people who don't want to do that, they can get charged every single time. But people usually will take the easier option. And I think you will find that most of the people are going to take advantage of it. They think that they will, it'll be easier. But I think you'll also find that you'll make money on this because people won't take advantage of it as often as they think they do. And that you will end up spending less money than you'll be making on it. All right, great. Those are my seven tips. Well, there's a lot of them there. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. And I think there were some really, really good ones in there. Um, And, of course, you can find Carol at Blue Ribbon Accounting. She's blueribbonaccounting.com. And you are taking new clients at this point all over the country. Is that right? Always, yep. Okay, good. And uh, you have a good website. You can visit that to find out more about her. And don't forget to sign up for her newsletter. Just go to blueribbonaccounting.com and go to the monthly newsletter section. And at the bottom of that page, there's a place to sign up to get her newsletter. It's very informative and, and uh, sort of like uh, Lizzie McMillan's over there at uh, equestrianprofessional.com, which I get and read every single time. So you can do the same thing with Carol at blueribbonaccounting.com. And don't forget, you can go back and take a, a listen to all of her tips. She's done many now, and you can do that right at horsetipdaily.com. Search for Carol Gordon on the left-hand side there underneath the experts, and you can go back and listen to all the tips at once. And don't wait till tax time because then that's too late and you're going to have all that catch-up to do. Do it now. So, all right. Thank you, Carol. We appreciate you being on, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Glenn. Well, thanks to Carol. We appreciate her being here every single time that she stops by. And we'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. 